0: i'm pete murray from the manchester met ucu branch and welcome to this latest episode another episode of the picket line podcast i'm joined here by uh shireen hirsch hi shireen hi hello and by carl mclaughlin hi carl hello pete carl tell us what is it that we're listening to in the background there we're listening to a very
1: big group of students from the Manchester School of Theatre who are showing the solidarity with, the, with their staff by joining the picket line and singing some very interesting folk songs from different countries. The students from the School of Theatre are very aware of the working conditions of their staff and they volunteered to come and join us in, as I say, big numbers to sing for us today. And it really brings an added element of differentiation to our strikes here at Manchester Met University.
0: Okay, and we'll hear from one of those students in just a moment. But Shireen, you were going round various parts of the the campus this morning. What was the atmosphere like on the picket line?
2: I think it was electric I and mean, I've been on quite a few different picket lines and different strike waves and this was certainly the biggest pickets we've had in many years and um, mainly because Unison were out with us which really just changed the atmosphere I mean they're very hardcore so they've been out since half five in the morning um, but it's meant that the pickets have felt really really big um, but also in UCU. Um, met lots of members who said this is our, my first time I've picketed um, and enough is enough really um, and stopping and talking to students it was just great having a student contingency with us who were marching who were kind of adding another kind of element of radicalism to our pickets and um, so it felt really really strong and I think we're all really really pleased with how today's gone.
0: Yeah absolutely and so let's hear from one of those students um, this is uh, Julia Rogers who's one of the acting students who was in the choir.
2: Students themselves who whilst we are of course impacted by the strike because it has affected our training we are impacted by the strikes and seeing how it has affected our tutors we our course specifically is very very built in relying on the selflessness of our tutors who without them we would not have the training that we have we have seen a big cut in the amount of course staff that we have which has severely impacted i know the way they work which therefore it impacts how we work their working conditions or our learning conditions.
0: And so, as well as students, we've been hearing from um, staff who've been on the picket lines this morning. So, Carl, one of the people that I spoke to was was uh, Miguel Saona. So, you you work with Miguel?
1: Yes, I do. And I think Miguel is a very interesting case to highlight here because he's much uh, he's very qualified for the job. In fact, overqualified. He's got a PhD. He's got a degree in law. I think he's really really qualified and yet the only job he can get is one of the lowest rated jobs in the university as a language tutor and they have no possibility to progress further up the scale which is something that I think that we really need to look at at the career progression of people who are giving their all day in day out to help people learn languages and get very little reward in return.
3: Theoretically I work only Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays but that's not true because to cope with all my workload I have to work from Monday to Sunday and uh, for example this year and for another time I will not be able to travel to back home to celebrate Christmas because I don't have enough money all right and it is not it is not only uh, the the workload it is not only the low payment but I am on strike also because I think that the students deserve, all the students deserve a better education. Not only at university level, but at all levels. I don't like the idea of uh, the whole society becoming McDonaldized. I don't like that idea at all. I think that the students should come here to university to learn not only how to make more money. It is also learning not only soft skills, but values. How to, uh, let's say, work team, it's solidarity, it's self-respect, mutual respect. I think that's the most important thing. And students deserve that, deserve that through the university. Don't forget, please, that MMU has more than 40,000 students. And each student is paying at least 9,250 pounds per year. And I am not receiving even 1,200 a month. And every day that I come to work, the only thing I can afford is a meal deal. That's why I am on strike. So that's uh, Miguel Saona, and
0: uh, we've just been joined now by Lucy Burke, who's the branch chair. So Lucy, how've things gone today?
4: I think it's been absolutely amazing today, um, particularly the support we've seen from students, which was really moving and powerful. And we are also, um, uh, you know, it was fantastic to be joined by our General Secretary, Joe Grady, who talked to us about the, uh, the national sort of context for the strike and, and sort of set out why, why we're all here today. The national picture today is very similar to what you see here, but 150 universities shut down, huge pickets, thousands of UCU members, thousands of students as well, actually, and hundreds of supporters. The tagline of this dispute has been the longer the picket, the shorter the dispute. In higher education, we have some of the most vindictive and intransigent employers in the UK. I think they were hoping we wouldn't get our ballot turnout, and we smashed it. And they will definitely been hoping that we won't have massive pickets today, and we have. So we need to keep up this pressure and make them realise there is no end to this dispute that doesn't resolve with the negotiated settlement.
0: OK, and then just one other question. So what, what is it that ECU is asking for?
4: So, with our pensions, we are asking for a 35% cut to be revoked. For context, that cut was made on the basis of a valuation uh, during the pandemic, which obviously left the scheme in because there was an economic shutdown. So that applies to our members in pre-92 universities. For everybody else, we are asking for a decent settlement on pay. We've been offered 3%, which when the cost of inflation is as it is, doesn't even touch the sides. And that is on the back of a 25% pay cut since 2009. So on pay, they have to go a lot further than the 3% they've currently offered. They are currently negotiating amongst themselves to have a mandate to go further. So watch this space. What we're doing on picket lines is really important in ramping up that pressure. But there are other components of our pay dispute casualisation in higher education and workloads. A third of academic staff are on some form of precarious contract, 90,000 people in the sector as a whole. That can't go on, the sector's got 40 billion pounds of reserves, there is enough money to employ people on proper contracts, and if we had that, the burnout levels of workload that we're seeing amongst other colleagues, that would be reduced as well. So there's money there to solve these problems. With the pensions, it's a cost neutral issue. And with workload and casualization, our employer should be begging to resolve these things with us too, because investment in staff is investment in students and will improve the situation for everyone.
0: Joe Grady there, General Secretary of the UCU, speaking to us on, on the picket line at Manchester Met this morning. Now, one of the things that's been really interesting to watch over the last couple of weeks in preparation for this strike is, the fact that a lot of new members of staff have been joining the union, Shireen, this is one of the things that you've been looking at particularly, isn't it?
2: Yes, yeah, so we want to build up a, a rep, departmental kind of contact structure to really build the union from the grassroots, from the bottom up. And so we've had some absolutely amazing volunteers coming from all of the different departments saying that they, they're they willing to kind of be a representative for the union and that's going to really strengthen our branch. So today we've had people signing up for nursing, from, from languages, from English. Um, and really we're going to come out of these strikes much stronger in the new year and if we don't get a deal we're hoping that we're going to get a deal from our employers um, really in the next few days but if we are forced to escalate in the new year then that rep structure that department structure is going to really really strengthen our branch and strengthen the action coming forward
0: and carl you and i notice it as well in the building where we work that there's a lot more that the union's just much more visible now isn't it
1: It is, and I think this could be our major asset because universities' management rely on people not talking to each other, that there being no structures that help people share their problems, share solutions, and I think this new approach, getting new members in and getting existing members to talk to each other and organise
0: is going to be instrumental in our success. Okay, so we'll leave it at that for the moment we'll probably be back again, to, well we'll certainly be back on the picket line again tomorrow and we hope to bring you another edition of the picket line podcast tomorrow at some point as well for the moment um, Shireen and Carl, thanks very much indeed for joining us
1: Thank you too. Thank you Pete
0: and if you want more information about the strike, you can go to the dedicated web pages on the UCU website. That's ucu.org.uk. Um, that's it from us in the TAC coffee shop on Oxford Road. Solidarity, thanks for listening.